If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Quip. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that cleans like premium electric brushes, but without the high price, it packs the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of bulkier traditional electric brushes. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash the read right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's right, you refill them. That's a thing that you do with your teeth. I'm just letting, mm-hmm. okay, because yes. some of y'all forget. That is right, your first refill pack it's free g-e-t-q-u-i-p dot com slash the read is where you can go to get it that's getquip.com slash the read brush your teeth make them nice now let's start the show Man, who do you think you kidnapped? Chelsea Clinton? Who I know this. Mm-hmm. Rush hour. You fucking wish. <laughs> you're some man. You're some man. Ooh, you're pissed. That's fine. Yeah, you're mad. Well, I had plenty of quotes to follow that. that just in case, well, I mean, I willing to play Rush fair. Hour, I have seen multiple times. Like, I know. All of them. So, right. I'm very proud of myself this week. Ew, ew, you ew, should be. Ew, thank you. Feeling Congratulations. Good. Well, welcome back to everybody uh, to the show. <laughs> I'm Chris Tucker. And I am Jack A. Harry. I see what you did there. Uh, this is The Read. Thanks for returning with us for another episode of Black Foolishness. Yep, that's what we do. It's been quite a, a few days here. Seven of them, I believe. So, <laughs> Facts. let's just jump right into the Black Excellence of the week. First of all, shout out to a young man by the name of Stuart Lockett. Stuart Lockett is the first black student government president that Louisiana State University has seen in nearly 30 years. My God. Yes, indeed. Um, It says here on one of my favorite websites, because of them, we can, which I was introduced to by your um, festive backpack. That backpack. It's everything. So um, it says here that he decided to run for student government president while he was completing Get this, a medical fellowship in Budapest. You know, as one does. (laughs) You know, just as a thing that you do before starting full-on medical school. I'm not even entirely, what is that, Eurasia? Where is Budapest exactly? Hungary. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know where that is, too. In my tummy. That's the only... I could not point to a single map. Listen, geography has always been one of my worst subjects. I hate it. <laughs> Hungary is in Central Europe. Okay. I figured. Cool. Over there. Yeah, right. Sure. Somewhere. Well, the point is yes, that Stuart is a bad son of a something 
And he's now running things over at LSU as a student government president. Um, Also, meanwhile, if you shift uh, your view over to the University of Cincinnati, there is a young woman there by the name of Sina Habtasalasi. Oh, right now? I hope I said that right. Yeah. I really, like, we did the research. I looked it up, right. And that's what the man on YouTube said. So hopefully that is correct. Well, she's a beautiful black woman who is the first African-American woman to be that school student body president. Okay. And what you said, Cincinnati? University of Cincinnati. All right. And that is a 199-year-old school. God damn, these colleges and universities. Well, that I am not surprised I mean, yes, these shits are dirty. (laughs) But shout out to awesome young black youth who are out here in the world of academia, Mm -hmm. um, running things and being taken seriously and setting examples and things. You're awesome. Yes, go y'all. Congratulations to Regina King on her Emmy. Um, and for getting on stage and saying, say word. Yeah. That was the absolute best part of, of the whole night. So much. <laughs> Leslie Jones was so excited for her. She just yes. brings me so much joy, that one. Um, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race won a bunch of Emmys. It's true. So to that, I say um, congratulations to all of the amazing drag queens who have brought us back season after season yes, after season absolutely. to watch that show. Y'all are what we've come back and forth for every single season, and y'all pretty much alone. So thank you so much for being so entertaining, and congratulations to y'all, especially season 10, because I believe that was the specific season mm-hmm. that was nominated. Yes. So all of you girls, you should feel great and, and pat yourselves yes. on the back. All of you who have been cast members on Drag Race should should consider this a win. Yeah, absolutely. For you. Because you made this. Especially those of you who have been derided on the show and by its host, but are still used in all the promotions for it. Because what? The show is nothing without you girls. Well. So there. Well. <clears throat> and you can take that wherever it applies. Next question. <laughs> Did I have another... I feel like I was, I think I'm forgetting someone. Oh, hmm. Are we? I, I said the, the, all the Negroes. And Sandy Newton won as well. Oh, that's right. That's right for Westworld. I'm trying to think because they gave all the black people their awards the week before. Right. Sweet. So we didn't win anything on camera. You're allowed to like come in Very and things. hold right. it. Right. After other ones. I mean, you I got know. to come pick it up. Yeah. And they told you, you know, feel free to bring it to the ceremony. So you can walk yeah. around at the after party with it in there. So everybody well, knows you're you? one of the girls. Right. I mean, I would honestly make mine into a chain. I mean, the thing is, y'all wouldn't see me without my Emmy for probably at least two months. I'm just going to casually have it everywhere. So. I would just, <laughs> honestly, I would adorn it to the hood of my car like a Rolls Royce. No, because somebody will take that. They're going to have to they fight me for it. First. Take that. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, congratulations to everybody who isn't white and cis and straight um, who won something. This week... On a section called, oh my gosh, I got so many great suggestions for this this past week. Hmm. Hot tops mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the big comfy bottoms. My favorite bottoms. Um, I mean, the best kind, to be honest with you. Right. Lord knows. Where do we even begin this week? Has it been a lot? It's been a few interesting things. Okay. Nothing crazy. I've mostly been playing PlayStation 4 and writing. Mm. Um, I was in Houston for my birthday in Beyonce, so... Saw that. I have been recovering from On the Run 2 in Houston, which... (laughs) 
Oh, bitch. Wow. When I talk about a wig snatch, it's going to be seeing Beyonce and Houston is like eating Popeyes in New Orleans. You know, that makes sense. Everybody says it's better there. Yeah. It, even though it's good everywhere, it does, it's the exact same thing. Like Beyonce is phenomenal, but what she did in Houston, Texas over the weekend <laughs> changed I mean, my life. <laughs> seems like giving back. I just can't say enough good things. Just acknowledge your roots. If you are fortunate enough to still have a date left on this tour, she's coming near you. Like, bitch, you better not miss it. I'm going again. Damn. Okay. Anyway. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So this week, um, where should we be? Okay, Portia Williams is pregnant. Um, I'm guessing that she's letting us know this now. Oh, because, because there's a new season coming there's up. There's a new season coming up. And this is probably the time I've heard that they're already on there, you know, towards the end of season girls trip. Okay. That they always do. Right. Which is like, why do we always still do this thing where it's like, oh, I'm starting a new line of flip-flops <laughs> and I realized that I had to go do some business research. Reason, right. It's always business research. In Croatia. <laughs> 
Let me invite everybody I hate. Right. <laughs> to come with me on this very important trip. And it's like every like a whole bunch of shows, especially the shows with all like of them. a large yes. female cast. All of them do that. They all do this. Married to Madison. They stay going on trips and arguing. Like it's literally every reality Malaysia show. Malaysia Pargo just threw an entire table at Jennifer Williams in Amsterdam. <laughs> oh, yes, Shani I did O'Neal see that thanks to, to y'all because I have not watched Basketball Hours in a long time, but y'all had that shit on my TV and I could not believe Talk it. Talk about upper body strength. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even know. Bitch, who fights in Amsterdam? I mean, right? You should be so high. Amsterdam is the most chill ass place. They're tired of uh, Jennifer. Oh my God. I don't get it. Yes. Portia has announced that she's pregnant. She spoke to People Magazine about it, saying how excited she is. She's posted her little uh, bump on the gram already. She says that she is a little scared because she did uh, suffer a miscarriage, I think, six years ago. Oh, no. Oh, right. Um, That was a story. Well, not a storyline, but that came up on the show. Right. Okay. Um, And she, is it called, is it pronounced myomectomy? I don't know how you say it. I think that's, I think that's it. But removing the fibroids, I believe. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, just... Ugh, being a woman, my God, how do you do it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you suffer from a miscarriage, which so many women have had to deal with before and then yeah. get pregnant again and then have to deal with, like, oh, my God, Jesus, please let everything go straight. Like, yeah. it's such a normal thing for so many women and still so, like, right. monumental right. in terms of, like, your emotions and shit. So that shit drives me crazy. Because there's just nothing you can say right. that is going to make them feel any better. Right. Especially if they thought they were at the point where they could like tell people and it was going to be like the closer you are to your due date, the sadder it is. Right. Anyway, this got really dark and now yeah. I'm sad. So let's move. But congratulations yes. to her. And <laughs> I pray for a, a happy and healthy pregnancy. Who's the baby daddy? I don't know. Oh, okay. Wait, is that we'll part of the right. I guess we'll okay. find out. Yes. Because I don't know her to be in a relationship, but I also find out that people have been in relationships for six months, like six months later. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, such and such was dating who and what? Is like, that because you're not paying attention or because more people are not putting their business on the internet? Definitely because I'm not paying attention. <laughs> what? Okay, never mind. I was about to say, so maybe your friends are all like growing up and nobody is putting their These shit out there anymore. These girls be full on like <laughs> strapping up and making out on the gram and doing all kinds of things where I'm just like, what exactly? Right. What exactly inspired this? Well, you could have done all of this without a camera or, yeah. you know, Instagram. We'll see whatever happens with uh, Miss Portia coming up on this next season. Yeah, I just hope that you get super fat and your feet hurt <laughs> and you just can't wait. And then the baby comes out and it's great and looks just like you. Yeah. Um. Next, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Dwayne Wade. That is his name is uh, retiring from the game of basketball. Oh, okay. Um, in a very uh, dramatic YouTube video, um, he stands underneath some light, sort of reminiscent of a stage performance from one of the sister acts. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and he just, you know, gives like a really heartfelt speech on you know what the game has meant to him and having played so long and you know just 
feelings right. and emotions. And it was, I didn't watch the whole thing. It was like almost 10 minutes long. And, you know, I barely even fuck about basketball, much less someone who I barely paid attention to right. playing. And it's like, I was just like, oh, sad, whatever. <laughs> and, you know, like, the whatever. Heat, right. The which heat. he just resigned with. Right. I'm saying, so this, this retirement is coming after this season? Uh yeah. Okay. This is his final contract, I believe he just signed. So oh, he's good. closing things out in the three oh five. Okay. Good for him. Good Which for I'm him. sure that my daddy and brothers will be super excited about because they live for this nigga. I feel like my younger brother has like a life sized decal in his room of, <laughs> yeah. of Dwayne Wade from which at this point it has to be awkward. He had that when he was like a baby. <laughs> you know like, now you like a grown ass man. Maybe it's not even still there. I haven't been in his room in a minute. <laughs> you are so stupid. But anyways, um, yeah, so. That's, uh, that's great. This should be an interesting um, season for fans of the Dwy and mm-hmm. for the Heat. Um, yeah. I'm just, you know, maybe I'll actually watch. No, you won't. <laughs> won't. We all know better than that. Uh, good for him. You know, he's had a great career, and now he can go be a daddy and husband and and focus on those things and or whatever else is next for him. I don't, I don't have nothing bad to say about Dwayne Wade. I keep wondering why he won't just move that. Why? But Let's name his mama gave him, and he is proud of it, and okay. you will call him yeah, by his no. name. You're right. Dwayne. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though. If you call him Dwayne, you will be corrected. Oh. Even though you are kind of correct. But, but that's what it spells. But not, it don't matter. It don't matter. You can't tell somebody what their name is. Well. Just like Oprah's name was supposed to be Orpah, but they misspelled it. See, so Oprah stuck? No. How? Because Oprah is spelled and pronounced Oprah. <laughs> okay. You're right. <laughs> if it was spelled Oprah but this pronounced Orpah, everybody would be like this. <laughs> this name looks like a typo. <laughs> Okay. All right. No, you're right. That's a valid point. But hey, Dwayne is rich and successful and beloved. And, you know, 36 years old and retiring. So just, <laughs> you could just remember I mean, you can rest after a career that, that he loved and got to Hello? Do, travel the world and Thanks. see all kinds of amazing. Gabriel Union. He's married is to Gabrielle Union, right? Get into that. <laughs> what? Like, the, please. The one and only Mary Jane. What did you think? <laughs> so. Congratulations to him. Hopefully yes. you at least make it to like the playoffs and finals because I do be watching those sometimes. But like paying attention to like a full however many months of yeah. the same sport every night. My God, the boring. <laughs> You're so cute. Well, um, oh, then I read also happening in basketball that Space Jam 2 seems to really be a thing. Yes. Starring LeBron James and now Ryan Coogler producing. Ryan Coogler. Um, wow, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to every time I hear his name. <laughs> um... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. You don't like it? I love it. Do children even care about Looney Tunes today? Well, that, I think that's the thing. Like, it's not going to... It. What we saw back then was, like, perfect for our time. It's going to yeah. have to be updated. It'll be animated characters maybe that kids care about or animated characters that have been adapted for 2018. You see what I'm saying? It won't be like the same. But how can they not do Looney Tunes? That's well, what Space Jam was. Okay. Well, see, I don't know if like it's a legal thing where they have to use the same characters. Like, is it a is it a Warner Brothers? Is it a movie? Warner? Right. If it's a Warner Brothers movie, then I'm sure it will be Looney Tunes. But regardless, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I just, do not want to see no motherfucking LeBron James in Adventure Time. What? Or whatever the fuck else, LeBron James and and I don't know Adventure Time. That that blue bird and the the beaver or the raccoon. I'm um, excited for this movie. I'm going to see it. What? He's a raccoon. 
I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. No, you don't know how you feel about it. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. Distributed. Well, the first one was definitely distributed by Warner Brothers. I don't know anything about, you know, whether, whether or not it's going to involve the actual Looney Tunes in the second one. I'd imagine that kids will probably want to go see it anyway, just because LeBron James and cartoons. So yeah, I definitely went to see the first be one because of Michael Jordan, not because of no damn cartoons. I went to see it because Bugs Bunny was in it. Oh, <laughs> absolutely not! I went because Air Fucking Jordan was I in that you movie. I didn't give half a fuck about Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, see, two Americas. <laughs> just did not care. I thought. I mean, obviously, I knew who Michael Jordan was, and he was like this great about the greatest basketball player ever. And oh my god! And so I understood like the epicness yeah. of whatever it was, but I was more excited to see the Looney Tunes play basketball with a basketball player than like Michael Jordan is in a movie. Oh, okay. Because who the fuck cared about like what? Uh yeah, I didn't care about a bunch of his animated kids were better characters actors playing basketball. I thought that was so weird. I mean his his quote unquote the right. people who played his children. Right. No, I get it. So, hmm, yeah, I think LeBron James will be the selling point for this, regardless. Yeah, LeBron is, <laughs> well, yes. Like, 100%. LeBron is 1,000% the selling point of this. Um, and I'm excited to see what it turns into. Either way, whether it's the Fairly Odd Parents and SpongeBob and LeBron or mm. Looney Tunes, I think that it's gonna... Um, Ooh, that would be fun. I'm gonna love the one that existed when I was a child more. Because the comedy yeah. and the jokes, things that kids find funny, like yeah, when I, the age that I was when Space Jam came out, like those kids today that are that age mm-hmm. were like raised by iPads, right? So you know, maybe I hope that they have it in the budget to maybe pay the licensing fees to use some really popular current cartoon characters in this movie too. Mm. Maybe if they have to reach out to different networks and be like, hey, you know, we want. The Door of the Explorer to make a two-minute appearance in this movie or something. You know, how much would that cost or whatever? I would, if they, I could see them doing something similar to like a, a Ready Player One or a, um, what's yes. her name? Wreck-It Ralph and have like the Looney Tunes yeah. and then mix in what, what, like the way that they have like cameos from all kinds of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. characters. Yes. Like I could see the Looney Tunes being like the main team and then you have right. appearances from other characters that they can get because I'm sure I'm they'd be able to pay yeah. a couple of them fees or right. whatever. But either way, I, even if it's like the best movie for kids today, I'm going to like the original Space Jam more. Even though I have little to no emotional connection to Michael Jordan. <laughs> I like LeBron James more than Michael just because of the school shit. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, I can't argue with LeBron James, you know, giving back and giving a fuck about the community. <laughs> Cannot argue with that. Especially considering exactly how much money Michael Jordan has made off of niggas. It is an astounding dollar amount. I don't even want it is to just insane. And he has not given back a tenth of what LeBron James has. So I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying to grow up in the era of like Michael Jordan becoming this yeah, no, I get superstar, it. it was like, you'll never see nothing like this again in your That's life. That's how I felt when Spice World came out. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's how I felt when I saw the Rhythm Nation video. I was like, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. I didn't have the language for it, but I was like, I stand. <laughs> I loved Janet Jackson. Terrence Nance, the creator of Random Acts of Flyness, um, is directing the film I read. So, 
lots of blackness in one place. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Maybe Lola Bunny will start her um, rap career and take on the likes of Oh Nicki my Minaj God, Lola B. Bunny has to be like an Instagram thought. She's just got to. She has to be the Instagram thought that everybody wants and that they, they arguing over. <laughs> they made this like, I'm so childish for knowing this, but they made this... Um, <laughs> This Looney Tunes show that came on like not too long ago. I was fully grown by now, but it was almost like a Seinfeld. Like it was like they lived like Bugs and Daffy were roommates and they all had like regular jobs and shit. It was like Curb Your Enthusiasm, but Looney Tunes. Oh my God. And Lola was on it and she was like an idiot. <laughs> like she was kind of ditzy. I've never heard of this. I don't know. I'm sure it has like some regular ass Looney Tunes name or okay. something like that. But it was actually a That's genuinely funny cartoon because <laughs> it was like I could see kids finding it funny and adults finding it funny. But anyway, right. I'm interested in seeing what my girl Lola has been up to after she walked into that uh, basketball gym <laughs> in the 90s and gagged each, each and every one of the girls. <laughs> she did. With her she, shape and talent. She did it. <laughs> um, What else? What else? So... New York Fashion Week. It's just about wrapped up. I'd be forgetting every year that there's just like New York Fashion Weeks. Uh, yeah, because it's not just one week. Right. It is like Fashion Month. Yeah, it's a long event. <laughs> and I don't have nothing to do with any of it. Well, I believe it's over now. And one of the uh, fashion shows that I watched. Well, it's really the only one I watched. I saw photos from a bunch of them, but the one I looked at was Rihanna's Savage. Fenty oh, yes. lingerie uh, showcasing. So I believe you can still go to YouTube and watch the show. It's like maybe 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that bitch has got some creative direction on her fucking side. She does. That Did you see it? Not the whole thing. I basically just watched for Slick Woods because I heard she was in oh. labor during the show. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, that's basically all that I paid attention to was her because I'm obsessed. But yeah, basically, this fashion show looks like like Wakanda for women who have escaped the mental and emotional imprisonment of fuckboydom. Oh, oh, I need to be here. What I really loved about it was. <sighs> There was just so many offerings of things to put your tits into from like, <laughs> you know, a more simple brawn panty set, mm-hmm. you know, various colors and designs and things like that to, you know, I'm ready to be fucked now mm-hmm. to I'm not entirely sure what this is, but bitch, I'm going to wear it. Love it. Love to, it. To, I'm definitely wearing this to the club, just with some heels, <laughs> and that's it. And he girls will deal. I loved it. It just felt like... This is high praise. Nigga Themyscira. Like Wonder Woman's Island. Oh, It yes. just felt like all of these women that's were like, say that mm, this is where you go, and... You know, you sit in a, a grotto with slick woods and the water yes. gets you pregnant and you give birth to a girl because niggas aren't allowed. <laughs> right, right, right. you just never have to deal with nigga shit at all. You braid each other's hair. Yes. You drink wine. You make wine. Just oh, my God. Gorgeous. It was like, really pretty. Like in the Gerudo Desert. You are such a nerd now. I'm just saying. Sure. They have an all-women... <laughs> community you will and you have to die. go outside to find a husband they because will, you won't you can't have one out here girl kill you yes 
If you if try you to get in, they will attack, literally you stab you. <laughs> Link had to do drag. Drag to get to in. To get in. Yes. Did. And even after he's helped to save them from that, the beast. Right. You they still, still got to wear yes. your drag to come in here, Every bitch. single time. They don't care. You get a special helmet and everything okay. that the ancestor had. And you know what, bitch? You know what? You still better come dressed. Put on this fucking crop top. Put it on. Or yeah. you can buy the one that has the heat resistance already. Not oh, the yeah. regular one. The mm-hmm. other one inside the shop. Yeah. I like that one better because it's jazzier. It's yeah, a cuter it outfit. Jazzier. It is a cuter outfit. It's a cuter outfit. outfit. So I put that one. Right. As That's soon like, as I got the new outfit, I was like, girl, salad. Jabril rainbow. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I hate it. But anyway, don't even remember. Anyway. Yes. The Savage fancy line looked great. Congratulations to Rihanna over there making amazing things. I can't even imagine how wealthy mm-hmm. you are at this point. But and she says she wants to do furniture. Bitch, please. Right. Now I that I can get wait. into. Oh, okay. Hey. I, don't, I don't have. Hell yes. Nothing to put the rest of that stuff in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to buy some for those of you who would like it just to spend my money. But furniture. Yes. Oh, I can definitely I'm do I'm excited. It. And Solange's line with Ikea need to come on too. Come on, Ikea, quit playing with me. I just can't imagine having a home with Solange and Rihanna furniture in it. <sighs> right. I need Janelle Monet to do it, too. Yes. Can you imagine, like, a Janelle Monet? Like, what is that? What is, what is it called? A chase? That shit you mm-hmm. lay out on? Yes. Mm. <laughs> I can't, actually. I, I want to see the prints. I want to see the fabrics. Um, so interesting things happened surrounding this fashion show. Like you mentioned, uh, Sleek Woods apparently went into labor during, like on the runway itself. An icon. <laughs> she posted a photo of her up on the runway, um, looking like just, it's just normal day, yeah. me being, you know, my... I'm just ultra pregnant. Black self. You no, know, mucus plug is softening. And then in the caption, it's like, this is the face of a woman in labor. <laughs> And she just looked, I was in awe. I was in awe, because I just know. Bitch, what the fuck do you mean? And like, right. what? If my cramps are too bad, then I'm like not even upright. And she's just like. She's just posing. That's to give birth, y'all. Smiling. But you know, real cute outfit first. Showing you the gap. Oh, I love her. I can't imagine. Man. They said she got up off there and immediately went to the hospital. Right. And now her baby Gave boy is birth. here. Yeah. And that was that. What a birth <laughs> what? story. Right. That little person will forever be able to tell that people. That is like, sickening. Oh, like, first of all, <laughs> I was actually your in mama's Rihanna's already presence. Slick wood, right. right? Like, your period. mama's. There we go. The uterus you're in already. <laughs> like, I, just looking at this child's parents, I'm already like, <sighs> you are going to have an upbringing. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Past that nigga where this your mama tells you when you delivery. can process the fact right. that you went into labor yeah. during this fashion show. Yes. You took a knock on her cervix and were like, girl, we're ready. Right now. Rihanna about to be a godmama, so there's that. Oh, man. Did you see her with that little onesie that she had written, like, my auntie is cuter than my mom on it or something like that? (laughs) She is just... Rihanna is adorable, man. I love them. I love them. for Like, they're just so cute Uh, together. And I love the way she reacts to the stands now. She is... She used to be, you know... Um, the type to drag you niggas, and I usually got my life from it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but I think Rihanna has reached that bitch. I'm ultra, ultra famous, and I know it. And I have adjusted myself, and I'm governing myself accordingly. I mean, she level. has 
18 jobs. <laughs> so she's probably <laughs> like, you know what? At this point, I don't even have the energy. Right. So I'm going to just be, but she's like always real polite. The Navy will not leave her alone. I've seen. About a new album. Did you see that I video where she, where that girl was like, the Navy needs new music. And Rihanna was like, who sent you? Right. Yes, I did <laughs> see that. And I've also seen some of those outlandish oh ass comments. Oh my God. Yes. And her responding to him with like, Calm like, and great. I, I totally get it. Thank I'm you so much. Just, just as excited as you the are. The thing is, I'm such a bad bitch. This makeup shit that I'm doing is incredible. My Thank panties you. and bras, bitches love. Rated our loud talk that talk around it to would have told you to just bite <laughs> right. a piece of her puss right. and fuck off. Right. And we would have loved it anyway. Suck on this new dick, bitch. <laughs> and that would have been it. Shout out to the Navy for loving getting dragged they, or love. Yes. Like they, the Navy don't care. They don't. They just really don't care. They're just happy that bitch exists. <sighs> well, Rihanna, she's a gift. Also, I heard that uh, one Mark Jacobs was incredibly salty about Rihanna's fashion show because rumor has it that he got bumped from closing out Fashion Week for mm. her. And so then uh, Mark Jacobs' show started late. It was supposed to start at 6, I guess. Rihanna's show was 7.30. And so I guess in spite, they say that he started it late mm-hmm. in order to, like, hold people up from going to Rihanna's. The gag was there are photos of Mark's uh, fashion show with plenty of empty Lots seats. Lots of empty seats. And Wakanda was packed. <laughs> See, that's what's funny Re-conda, to me. packed. You thought that you could push your show back as far as possible, and that and was the girls? just going... Like, the girls weren't going to be like, uh, sorry, I have to cover Fenty, too. Oh, my gosh. Like, what? Like, look, because if I am that reporter or that fashion editor or what the fuck ever, I'm writing down, sat here as long as I could before I had to go get my spotted fancy girl. Exactly right. I had other shit to do. Mark Jacobs is in his feelings. And Did oh well. the best I could. <laughs> I called the junior <laughs> assistant on the web. I'm like, bitch, can you get here in eight minutes? Because if not, we won't be covering it. Like, that was just petty. And you ended up fucking yourself over. So Markeisha released an uh, iOS press release that said a whole bunch of shit I don't really understand. But basically, oh, it was like, oh, I was supposed to start at six, and I thought we were going to. And oh my gosh, it was so out of my control. And you guys didn't know that I'm always super prompt, and there's just nothing I could do about it. Hey, what are you going to do? Okay, girl. Yeah. That's the thing. All the fashion people I saw talking about are like, Mark Jacobs is actually notoriously prompt. <laughs> Like, so for you to have a delay and for it to be so long, people just, there's no way that we're going to accept that that just so happened to oh happen at the same time that, you know, you're in your feelings because Rihanna took your spot and closed out Fashion Week. Which, I mean, like, I even understand being upset about it. I don't understand that reaction, though. Yeah, me neither. Like, you fucked yourself over. You really yeah. thought people weren't going to... She was pushed to the end for a reason. That happened because of something. <laughs> you see how people didn't miss her show to see you. You realize that. Like, oh, man. You know, sometimes life will force you to humble yourself. I was just... Look. <laughs> they, it will and, force you. Because being pushed up for her should have been humbling enough, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Mark Jagus could not see it. He couldn't accept it. And there's nothing... <laughs> more tasty than a slice of black girl humble pie oh I do love it I do love it I mean all Rihanna had to do was what she was gonna do anyway right and that's literally all she did she didn't worry about whether people were gonna be there <sighs> well Drake has been having an interesting week and by interesting I mean not the best okay. PR wise 
So, first there were rumors that Drake was in D.C. during Fashion Week or around the time. Um, According uh, Jimmy Jam's 18-year-old daughter, who happens to also be a model by the name of the Bella Harris. Now, Bella Harris and um, Drake have a very open Instagram friendship. They uh, have photos together from over the years. Uh, One as recently as just last month, it seems, where they're having a a close embrace, you know, Drake with the pretty women likes to, you know, do the right up on the hips hug, mm-hmm. you know, where it's just right oh, above I know that nigga hug. the ass. Yeah. Um, it's like so, they they dip down to yeah, give you the it's hug. It's just kind of like right. a scooping yes. motions, you know. I do know. Um, so obviously the girl's gorgeous. She looks like anybody's type, to be honest with you. And Drake's a nigga. And this caption in this photo says, no place I'd rather be. That's the girl's mm. um, thing. Again, this child is 18. Right. Um, so there was rumors that Drake is thirty one. Drake is thirty one. Thank you. We're just gonna let everybody know. Um, that they had dinner together at some restaurant in DC and the girl had to come not had to, but she came in through the back. They obviously showed up at different times, blah blah blah. Drake and his people, or Drake had his people say that they have never dated, they are not dating. She says that she wasn't even in DC, that she was working in New York for Fashion Week the whole last time. Well, thank you for minding her business. <laughs> um, and so far that is that. What's creepiest about this is that it comes right along the story uh, from Millie Bobby Brown, famous for portraying Stranger Eleven on Stranger Things. Right, which is a show I have not ever seen. So good. Everybody keeps saying, you, it's not for you. Yo, no. (laughs) You won't enjoy it. It's the same thing with Handmaid's Tale. I can't watch that either. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet, but I'm going to, and I'm just glad. You know what? Actually, I'm going to make a point to watch it this weekend because I haven't watched it yet, and somehow I have been able to avoid whatever the fuck it's about. Like, I, I get... Oh, I know the premise. I sort of know that it has to do with this cult or something-ish. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's a cult or not. I mean, I think I get it. I do, too. I get the the basic premise. Literally have no clue what it's about. I know that them niggas wear that shit on that bonnet and that (laughs) red shit. Yes. And So do you want me to tell you? No, no, no. I want to, like, watch it and have no clue. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then I won't. But you should watch it before this episode comes out because, you know, the Internet will spoil it for you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to make sure that I watch it this weekend (laughs) so that one of y'all, because one of you is going to do it. And it's always one of you niggas who, like, means well. It can't ever be nobody that I can cuss out. (laughs) It's always somebody like, oh, my God, you're going to love it so much, especially when such and such dies. Like, (laughs) okay, that person doesn't mean well. (laughs) No, like, they dead ass. This has happened to me so many times. I swear to God. Like, I don't even know why I told niggas that. The only reason I mentioned the watching the office is because it's so long right you know but even that I've had plenty of people like just yesterday in fact I said oh hey I'm jumping back into the office because I took a break to catch up on other shows and I've already had like three people be like oh my god wait till you get to this episode that I have not seen yet Mm. so well I mean what can you do yeah you know Um, it is what it is well Millie Bobby Brown during the Emmys 
uh, mentioned that she and Drake are still good friends. They've had photos together on Instagram good before. Friends. Yeah, they have a friendship. They're friends. I suppose he's a fan of her work on okay. Stranger Things, and they've met. I guess I think at one of his shows. Um, okay. And yeah. So. So like a celebrity friendship. Yes. Okay. Um. Not like we text. <laughs> it never. Well. It never oh um oh it never seemed strange. I think to Don't tell me. me or many other people. It just seemed like, hey, she famous, he's famous, she's a fan of him, he's a fan of her, and they've taken a picture together and they are fond of one another as entertainers. And I would like to think that that is exactly what it is. However, she spoke on the Emmys when asked about Drake that, you know, they're friends and that they do text and that he is a great friend and a really good role model and that he has texted like he misses her so much and she says that she misses him more and that he gives her advice on dating. What? So, of course, niggas are very creeped. Yes. Because why? Millie Bobby Brown is 14 years she old. She is 13 years old. Oh, okay. And, I mean, unless she recently had a birthday. But when I read this, it said 13. So No, she's um, 14. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. So, either way, she's a child. Right. She's 13, 14. Does not make a difference. That 12 months? Right. Really no, relevant. doesn't matter. So, like... Does not matter. Too young for a 31-year-old man. Entirely. That's not even a like, conversation. Like, <laughs> That's not even a conversation. <laughs> so, I mean, here's what. Mm, okay. I. I'm uncomfortable. I'll be wow. real. I'll be honest. I'm uncomfortable with I that. I am really uncomfortable as well. I am uncomfortable with that. I just, I would like to believe that Drake would know better than to be texting somebody's child. I don't know. Like, it just... You would you would really think that Drake, global superstar, would know that having a text message relationship with a 14-year-old girl is inappropriate. It seems like, you know, just one of those common... Right. And I don't want to hear, like, oh, well, she encourages it and she says, miss you more and she probably really loves She's texting Drake. 14. Of course she does. Drake has been, like, the rap star of her life. Of course she does. <laughs> Duh, girl. What? <laughs> That's so fucking stupid, girl. If I was young and Jay-Z was like, yo, I'm gonna call you. Hello? Every week. What, bitch? <laughs> like, I don't... Of course I'm taking my phone call with Jay-Z every week. Don't be dumb. You have to know That's... that people are going yeah. to think that you are showing that girl your Stranger Things are thinking to. Okay, see, and I'm If we find out, like, you can't... I'm You cannot do... What? Like, I can say I genuinely miss... Marseille Martin and her family. Yeah. But I don't text that girl. Do not have her phone right. number. Don't yes. DM her. I speak to her mama. Right. Because I'm grown and she grown. Right. But it would be beyond inappropriate for you to be like, hey, Marseille, you know, let's exchange numbers and then start talking to her about dating and how much you miss her. Ew. It's wrong. Crystal. It's gross. Gross. Like, <laughs> no. I just had a Even wave the thought. of nasty. Right. See, Just like, thinking about right. that. Exactly. So then what is so Drake I'm doing? So I'm so confused. Oh, no, I don't like it. I'm sorry. I do not I like know, that Aubrey. shit at I all. I don't know, Aubrey. I don't like it, Drake. No, mm-mm. I don't Because it know. sounds too much like R. Kelly and niggas who, like, prey on girls and prime them to be... You know what? I just don't like it. I just don't like it anymore. I do not. So, I just don't like the sound of it. Right. I don't like the sound of a grown man texting a little girl. That's just... 
I don't even talk to other people's children I, in real life. <laughs> listen. Oh my God. On my way to the studio, I passed a little girl who had the cutest braids. They were regular black at the top and then she had a ponytail to the side. And you complimented them to her mama. They let me tell you, because exactly. they they were ombre, they had pink and purple. I have done that too. I was like, yo, that fucking hair. And I walked right past her and I said, You did that, that. pink and purple girl, that's it. And she was like, thank you. You know why? why because it's ugh. inappropriate to talk to people's kids. Who di- You know what? I just really pray that it's an industry thing and that she, I don't know. I don't know how it could possibly be better. Yeah, I just. It's gross. There's I don't just, like it. There's no two ways around it being I don't gross. like it. You just can't I don't do like it. it. Nope. I don't like it Mm-mm. ever. Even when I leave Marseille Martin comments on her fucking Instagram, I'd be assuming her mom is the one reading them. Like, I don't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could never, ugh, like, like any child. I just don't get it. I don't understand why you, a grown, like I, a grown ass woman, do not want to have a text message relationship with a, with a teenager. I would look at a teenager, honestly, if you had a 13 year old or 14 year old or 15, 16, 12, 11 teen in here sitting right now, I would look at you and, not even know what to say like I don't know what do we talk about what happens in y'all's lives what are y'all into your earth is so different than mine right I don't even know (laughs) what do we talk about it's just gross I don't I really really do not care for that I do not care for that in the least I I don't know what to say about mm, that Drake I just think that's weird I just I'm just gonna what I am going to do is pray over all of this yes and I'm going to ask that you know God do what needs to be done because I know that he will Yes, I truly, truly hope I won't that there is nothing disgusting going on here. Uh, I will just pray for that because that is just it don't look good at all as far as I'm concerned. It so it definitely Drake is definitely look good. Drake is definitely Sound on good. high watch with me. Like like nigga, you very close to getting like yeah. all the way the fuck out of here. How about that? Yes. We're not going to throw no accusations or assumptions. What we are going to do is have both of these eyes. We have them wide, wide open, nigga, cuz we have seen this shit before and we are not ignoring the warning signs. We the grown folks this time. And niggas are red up. We know yep. we know all the little yep. signs. Yep. Of of grooming and all of the all weird, that yep. we have read the shows and read the shows. We have read the books and the information, okay, and we know. So yes, we on high alert. Don't think just because you're famous and, yeah. and rich and things that the girls are are stupid out here. So put anything. Yes, yeah, that's right. No. Okay, I'm watching everybody out here. Shit, children. That's like the ugh. niggas like Drake count on people making excuses for them and covering up for them because they're so famous and in so anything, rich. right? Especially when you're talking about women or girls right. being harmed or disrespected right. or anything, right? Of course, so, you know we're always going to be like, oh my god, he would absolutely never see, and that's what he wants you to think. That's like, what that's I want to think. Music says, right? I want to think it too. So I don't want to think the worst of Drake, but I will not ignore these blatant ass signs. The black fuck I I'll won't. be damned if I do that. I miss you so much. No, but I'm not making what? no excuses for a grown man texting a little girl. Sorry, Drake, that's no. Not your cousin. They, right. I don't a, even miss my 13 year old cousin. That's really it. Because what do I need to talk to her about that I'm not gonna talk to her mama about? No shame, like. <laughs> I hope you're good. <laughs> I hope you're getting good grades. I will see that child at Christmas when I had that $20 for her. This is how I know I'm old. <laughs> yes. Only thing I could ever think to ask one of them kids is how are your grades. Yes. 
That is it. You what else do we talk oh, about? What grade you in now? Seventh? Oh, I remember How that. How's that going? Oh, yeah. That was that Oh, was that a lot is of, just lovely. That was algebra. Yeah, girl. I struggled. <laughs> that sort of shit. I don't have nothing else for these kids. Ugh. I don't understand it. And he's suing some stripper who said that she was... Oh, I don't know if she's a stripper, but some girl who said that she... Got pregnant by him, but she was lying or whatever. Just everybody. Drake is just hopefully speaking to okay. Adonis and having a good Escalish yeah. fish meal and mm-hmm. behaving. Everything is looking bad. And being attracted to two grown-ups. I mean, I really hope you're out here only touching grown consenting people. What it's literally kind of all I ask. I don't care nothing else. I don't care gender, sexuality, The only color. dating advice I would have. I don't have, care nothing. <laughs> the only dating <laughs> advice that I would have for a 13, 14-year-old girl is fuck each and yes. every single aspect of it. <laughs> yes. Girl, like, what? <laughs> the f- who is Millie Bobby Brown dating anyway? Well, I guess you could date. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I your mean, parents are okay with you going downtown. Maybe. Know. But if you're going to ask Rockets, me for advice about boys... <laughs> My first advice is going to be... Fuck them. They're so... I mean, not fuck them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm you going to say that Let's just... We are done. <laughs> I am so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, Cat oh Williams. Oh, my God. Another one having a rather interesting week. Jesus. Um, How is it that we were just praising Cat Williams I'm, last we week and now... <laughs> are cursed. <laughs> we literally cannot have I don't nobody... Know. It's a curse. Yeah. I knew it. I don't even... I, I, <sighs> so, um, he went on V103's morning show, Frank and Wadna. Wadna. <laughs> As if she hasn't been having it enough. <laughs> Frank and Wanda, Red Brand. <laughs> oh my God, I wasn't ready. Um, and they're just talking to Kat about, you know, his career and the Emmy and... Mm, all his stand-ups. Hurrah, hurrah. I watched the full interview. Okay. I watched about 15 minutes. Most. Okay. I mean, that's almost the full interview. Right. So I just couldn't take it no more. <laughs> it was weird. I, it, you know what it felt like to me? It felt like Kat... <laughs> it felt like he... Okay, so you know, not the greatest past few years as far as PR. Right. Fighting you know, children in the projects. Getting hemmed up by children <laughs> in the projects. Um, having Hazelie publicly claim you. <sighs> Talk about a new low. Of vice, felonies. Right. Yep, all those things. Being called a nigger at Target. Or was it Target? Walmart? I don't remember. Someplace. I think it was Target. Um, I mean, that's happened to most of us. There's just been more talk of, I feel, you know, uh, Cat Williams drama than Cat Williams comedy lately. Definitely. Um, so that's, I I feel like that's why it was so great to see him on Atlanta where he did great. And then to see him win this Emmy, it was like, dope. Yep. Yay. Cat Williams. Let us celebrate him again. It felt like to me that nigga has been pissed. He came back in this studio and was like, that is right. Because I don't know if you niggas forgot or not, but I tell jokes and I'm good at it. And I've made a lot of money and I have done more comedy specials than any comic living or dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm better than Kevin Hart and the rest of it. Like, it yeah. was just so... He came out with his dick on the table. 
1,000%. So it was already kind of like... Yeah. He said, y'all don't know that because he owns all of his stuff 100%. Right. None of the networks do, so they don't promote it after the fact. You know, they just pay to air it, basically, which mm-hmm. may very well be true. I don't see why. But if could, so, you know. he's keeping a larger percentage of his ducats than the rest of you girls. So, Good you know, sure. right. And if that means you have enough money to sustain whatever habits you may currently have, because you can't tell me he's sober. I don't know what it is. That is also a prayer for me tonight. Yeah. I just don't no. Sorry, I just really don't think so. So I'm not trying to say, you know, Cat Williams shouldn't be proud of his accomplishments, but it was like he came in with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. It but felt it's like a that. chip that he put there. Like it literally had nothing to do with anybody else. It didn't well, it may have had something Wanda may have pissed him <laughs> off, but <laughs> Tiffany Haddish didn't do nothing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so he went on this whole thing about okay, first of all, for let's talk about what he said about the men. Because Voris it was a quick few quips on the niggas. Yes. Um, he said uh, that Lil Rel was ugly and that Kevin Hart, what did he say about Kevin Hart? He said that Lil Rel, Kevin Hart and Gerard Carmichael were like ugly, ugly and they yes. weren't men that women wanted to sleep with and they were like safe essentially mm-hmm. and that's why they get promoted and they get put in all of these movies and shit like that which made no sense. To me, first right. of all, I personally don't find any of those men to be ugly, and I doubt that they have trouble with finding women to sleep with. I do with. consider one of those men to be ugly, okay, but I also, to. I'm not going to say which one, <laughs> and I also doubt that any of them have trouble finding people to sleep with. I really doubt it. So, I think that, again, it's like he has this this attitude of, I have to be I'm the greatest. The greatest. And, and and everybody needs to acknowledge yes. me as such. And this is why these other bitches ain't me. And I know what I'm speaking about. Yes, exactly. I know everything about the industry of comedy. Right. What he said about Tiffany Haddish really got on my damn nerves. Because Same. first of all, it wasn't, a, it wasn't true. And then... First of all. <laughs> on top of that, it was just like... It just felt like it was just, it felt like it was coming from a malicious place. Mm-hmm. You know, like when he mentioned Monique and the whole Netflix thing, and he was like, you know, Netflix doesn't really have an opinion on stand up comedy, like I guess as an art, which makes a lot of sense to me. When you think about how much original programming is on Netflix, right. I can understand that they're like, here is like on paper everything that we need to see. Mm-hmm. We don't really care about your opinion. <laughs> like, this is what it's, we need. Right. Meet these things, and then we can talk about whatever the fuck you're talking about. Right. So I can understand what he said the way that he brought broke it down and why Monique got that offer. And I felt like I understood it then. I still felt like at the time that Monique was worth more than she was being offered. Mm-hmm. After that whole Roseanne thing, girl, you on your own. I right. Best. Don't, I don't have nothing else, unfortunately. Sorry. <laughs> but that was like, it was like, that felt harsh when he was like, if people don't take it personally, then they would, you know, get back to work and get your numbers up and stop complaining. And then, you know. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, that's essentially what we said. So I couldn't disagree. I could acknowledge that it was a little harsh. Right. But saying that Tiffany Haddish, like, hasn't proven that she can tell a joke and that, you know, white Hollywood like her because her ex-husband was white, which she isn't, (laughs) and that she said something about fucking Brad Pitt and... I mean, who hasn't joked about fucking Brad Pitt? I just... (laughs) What? I know I have. Like... (laughs) I have. So, <laughs> what? What? I saw Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like I was about to else. say, especially when Mr. and Mrs. Smith came out, I was like, yo, these people is fucking 
Jennifer Aniston literally lost her man behind that movie. On camera. (laughs) So, anyway. Right. The stuff that he was saying about her just felt like, you know, I have all of these black comics, these women who I'm friends with or I've had relationships with and, like, why weren't they in the movie? Because they're ugly. Like, I don't... It was weird. He said to Wanda, like, you could have done that movie and you didn't... Because... Because Tiffany Haddish didn't write her part right, in the movie. She shouldn't be credited like, for it. Right. She didn't make the movie what it was. Right. No, for, he was like, now, you know, it's just a script and anybody could have came in and did that. Like like all of the scripts that you've recited, oh, you've booked jobs, now. like the script they gave you for Alligator Man. Like, <laughs> did you write? Alligator Man. Maybe all he wrote Alligator. Maybe he wrote all of Alligator Man's know. parts by himself. But I thought that writing credit went to Donald Glover. I don't know. So you know, maybe I'm wrong on and that. Maybe we are just could incorrect. be. So I'm just saying. It just felt like so strange to me. And then after like Tracy Morgan, when he did that whole thing, it was like we're not gonna do that. Oh it's yeah. It's not just Tracy Morgan and Tiffany Haddish, yeah. and you got to give the the craft she got services. Old people. niggas in their feelings, man. And she is forever above it. Like yes, her response know. was so graceful. Matter of fact, let me fucking find it. It was so good. It was graceful and funny. <laughs> Because she felt, you know, she said, what I, I want to like. shower you with love. Because you need it. <laughs> because you need it. She said, uh, it's official. I made it. Um, she asked Cat Williams and said he talked about me and didn't have his facts right. Hashtag I win. Hashtag she ready. I look forward to seeing you on Monday, Cat, when we pick up our Emmys. <laughs> I just want to shower you with real love because you need it. And I love you. So it's like she's just so. You know what? The Beyonce effect in your life. Mm. That's really it. Beyonce mm. has helped her to just. After Beyonce herself calms you down from beating right. somebody's it's ass, it's like how for can you Beyonce? not? Right. It's like that is an everlasting piece. That yes, has to probably you carry that you piece with you throughout your yeah. day. Yes, I love that. Good for her. Well, the parts from this interview that really went viral was towards the end of it, where. Ooh, Cat Williams roasted Wanda Smith's ass up like Publix chicken. <laughs> like, oh man, this now. If you watch, this like, went way too far. The clip that I initially saw on Twitter, which was like, you know, the two minutes and twenty seconds or whatever that Twitter gives. Oh, you. I didn't think I watched anything that long. No, there was like, well, the first thing that I saw from this interview uh-huh. when I heard about it was yeah. the clip. But of him and Wanda. At Me the too. End. So that was like two minutes long. Okay, yeah, I didn't see nothing that long. I must have watched a shorter version. After I watched that, I was like, I need to see <laughs> everything that happened in that room. And I went back and watched the full interview, and it gave me a little bit more insight. Because, again, he did walk in with his dick on the table, yes, like did. that attitude. Mm-hmm. And... At first, I was like, well, Wanda can't be mad at nobody's Cat Williams because she made, you know, a joke about him needing to go to the salon and get his hair done. And he looked at the camera and then looked back like, does she know? Does she know that I will fry her ass up? And that's exactly uh, that's what, he did. what he did. Yeah, he said my hair is what he said nineteen inches with no perm or nine inches. Uh, well, I don't remember. I, that I, I thought he said nineteen, but like either way, that was a lie. You don't have no nineteen inches. Well, of he hair, said nigga. come run one of your gnarled fingers through it, and so that's do what they I have knew. to be gnarled? Well, 
You may find out her jewelry, her blood pressure, her clothes. That shaking go wig. That wig. He asked if the wig and the headphones came together as he said. <laughs> That's something else fucked up. Her co-host laughed harder than we are, so True. I just feel like you I mean, know, and comedians do this, so right. This is not this is not uncommon. When well, I watch the full interview, though, maybe maybe a little. When I watched the full interview, I felt like he was. There was this weird tension with between them the whole way, okay. And it seemed like both of them was trying to joke their way past it. But earlier in the interview, before it got there, she asked him something like, because he's a single father of like seven, eight kids or something. And she asked him, like, do you cook for them? And like, what are some of the things you cook? And for what some reason, it just seemed like he was annoyed with her. Hmm. It didn't seem like she was trying him in that moment or before that, yeah. honest with you. It just seemed like he didn't care for how she was reacting to some things. Um, Maybe he felt attacked because he don't cook for his kids. Well, he said not only that he cooks, but some of the kids have, you know, different choices. It sounds like one of the children might be vegan. One of them does not do dairy. Okay. So he makes, you know, lasagna, regular lasagna for some of the kids and then a vegetarian one. Oh, okay. Well, shut me the fuck up. And he says he makes chicken wings for everyone because niggas (laughs) and... Lasagna and chicken wings. That is a a nigga meal. And salad and bread. Niggas really believe any Italian main can be a side. <laughs> Niggas will put anything on the side. That's so true. We really will we put really literally will. anything Your on the side. Your whole pasta dish. I will die. <laughs> the first time I ever went to North Carolina and I went to cookout and I like walked up to the menu and realized you could get like like a hot dog or something adds a side, like yes. side chicken sandwich with fries. Like what? That's a combo. <laughs> That's, like what? That's not a side. <laughs> um, That's the main. That's the whole thing. Right. That's an entree. <laughs> um, yeah, it just seemed like he wasn't all the way feeling her. He said something to her earlier in in that about like, oh, just because you're not, a, just because you're a poor interviewer, don't mean because. Like, oh damn. And it was like jokes, but. You know, you really saw jokes, it. Right. right? So I feel like by the time they got to that gotcha. uh, gnarled finger, he was, they he were was, over one yeah, another. Got it. Which is why she made that salon comment, and it went back and forth. And I back just and don't forth. know why you would say anything about anybody's hair when yours looks like that. Like you really asked for it, you sis. Just Jesus. Ooh, that's just something you didn't. She called his clothes old, and of course, he knew exactly. <laughs> where that label was of course. to show you. <laughs> oh, where, girl? Oh, whom? <sighs> she just set herself up. She really did. She, she did. really did. But now that niggas are pulling guns. <laughs> so, Red Grant was headlining a show um, at a comedy club in Atlanta. Wanda was um, one of the opening acts, I guess, or she was opening for him. She was there with her husband. And oh, yeah. the story originally started out that Cat Williams was at the comedy show and that, like, Wanda's husband ran down on this nigga and pulled a gun out on him for what he said. And I was ready to come in here and read Wanda. To be honest, I was going to read both of them. Mm -hmm. But I was going to be like, Wanda, now you know damn well. Like, you're a comedian. You've been telling jokes for years and years and years and years. Like, you lost that roast. It was, you know what I'm saying? But that's just, it is what it is. Right. Um... She went back on the air and said that the same story that her husband told 
which was that she was standing outside with her husband. Cat Williams was approaching the comedy club, saw her, made a beeline to her, and said, I told you fucking with me would make your ass viral. And that her husband basically said, go on with that shit. <laughs> and that he, like, threatened to fight the husband. Oh, well, see. <laughs> and that the husband, like, raised his <laughs> shirt, his shirt what you to know. show that he had a gun on right. his face. And that's when Cat got to running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, I like that story a lot better. I, I, I prefer that one. <laughs> because it does seem unrealistic that she would send her man after Cat Williams with a gun behind that. That seems like not a realistic or, um, I guess, just not a reaction that makes any sense. Like, it's not I mean, that I can see serious. niggas doing it, but yes, it's not that it's serious. It's not that serious. And right. especially you being rational. a comic. Right. You know, like, if she, if he yes. had gone off on, like, Angela Yee, I would be like, now why the fuck did you do that right. to Angela Yee? Like, <laughs> right. Let what is your problem? Now, if she find a nigga to come and fight you. <laughs> but why does a comedian, that's what they do. Right. And she pokes funny people all the time. So, that's what he gets for talking me. about fighting somebody now, see? Now, he says, now, I read on AJC that... Oh, this is on AJC? <laughs> his um, statement, the husband, oh Lamora Sellers. Wow. He said Kat stepped to him to fight him, and he was like, well, let's get it, essentially. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Right. Um, Lamora stands at six foot two, 370 whole pounds. Oh, me, God. And so Kat decided to then <laughs> run... <laughs> Why would Cat step to that man in the first place? He got a whole fucking foot on you. Mr. Seller. <laughs> and at least an 200 entire, pounds. Like, Jesus. <laughs> he says that he pursued Mr. Williams and that Cat's bodyguard got involved. Yeah, I bet. The bodyguard, he and the bodyguard start to tussle and he fell over and his gun fell out oh. after he fell over. He said he's carried a gun for 10 years. He's licensed to do so and that he didn't have a holster on him. Sometimes he didn't remember that his gun is on him, which I oh always find so hard to believe. But even Plies just got arrested for having a gun at the airport or some I shit like that. I think do forget so they he, have their like, gun on them. <laughs> Which is so far outside of my world that I just cannot comprehend. That is crazy. Bitch, if I had a gun on me, it would be the number one thought on my mind until it was no longer on me. Sometimes I'd be having like maybe $5 in my bag and I'm like, oh, I forgot that I had some cash in here. You know what I'm saying? But a gun? No. I've never, ever. Anyhow, he says that he got a... Put his gun back on his waist, chased Cat Williams into the grocery store, and that cat was running through the aisles. And that at that point, uh, Mr. Sellers noticed. <laughs> I'm just reading. He noticed that people were staring at that point. He yeah. didn't want to cause a commotion. <laughs> he says he even went pa- back past the bodyguard and was like, "Look, I ain't got nothing against you." Um, and he could tell by the bodyguard's face and demeanor that he wasn't even interested. Mm-hmm. He said, he told the nigga, like, he's not even paying you enough for this. <laughs> so, like... It's not worth it. They squashed it's that. Not worth it, right? And he went back to his wife. So, that story sounds like it makes way more sense it to does. me. I could absolutely see Kat bumping in her and, being, and saying what he said. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why he would want to fight the husband for telling him to go on about his business. I don't know why he would say that in front of the husband. Like, you had... That's her husband. He is going to defend and protect her. Are you out your mind? And he's basically your Goliath. Right. There was so... He had... This is what I'm saying. Substances are involved. Because <laughs> nobody in their rational, sober mind would have done that with that man standing right there. It just doesn't... It defies all logic. 
a junior varsity basketball oh. child beat your ass in the park. Like So this man would have stomped a mud hole in your ass. I'm just wise. And you knew it. it. That's why you took off running into Kroger. Imagine sitting in Kroger, just picking out your baby's breakfast cereal, and here come Cat Williams' little short Bitch. ass <laughs> running into your cart. <laughs> well, officer, I just had the Apple Jacks in my hand, and then, you know, the next thing I knew, here he came. And I recognized him from, the, you know, he was that alligator man. And so, like, what? Oh, what and a when mess. he saw Tiffany Haddish at the Emmys, he, like, got down on his knees. They took a picture together. She was smiling, looking like Diana Ross and Mahogany with that dress on. I love her. And had her Emmy in hand, not giving a fuck about whatever the fuck it was that he was saying because she has, like, eight more movies that come out before the end of right. the year. Like, wh- how can you give a shit? You right. know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't even understand. Like, why not just go up to Wanda and be like, hey, girl, we went viral. You know, it was all love. Give her a hug and go about your business. Like, right. why be nasty? So I feel like he definitely does have a chip on his shoulder. He does. And the fact that you just won an Emmy and people are like clapping for you and embracing you, like just enjoy Instead of being like, okay, I'm getting recognized for my talent. You're taking it as, it's about goddamn time y'all started recognizing me for my talent. I'm Cat Williams, bitch. And don't forget it. And this is why everybody else getting booked is trash. And I'm not like, or you could just be happy that you won a fucking Emmy and that people do know. I mean, Honestly, I don't understand why anybody who is wealthy complains about too much. About most I really don't. of these things. Most things Keep that, me away from it, Jesus. Okay? Most things that annoy you or get on your nerves, you should be able to tell yourself, I have enough money to walk away from this and not deal with it anymore. You were just and that's just what I'm going to do. On this radio station, bragging about how you got paid two something million dollars. Two million for a show for that a, you got paid 300000 for. You just said that. Just to show it. Right. Right? So, like... It so seems you mean to, to me right. like you should be like, girl, I don't have a care You the got world. them kind of bags. It ain't nothing that could press me. So getting an Emmy on top of that is just like, Child I would support, be. maybe? When well, he's a single father. He said he making lasagna okay. for all the babies. He likes being I'm a daddy. confused. It don't make sense. What is wrong with Cat Williams? Let's see, Cat Williams. You need to really look at look at yourself, look at your life and why you're unhappy with it and, and investigate those reasons because you hating on Tiffany Haddish just don't make no sense. That's just it. it you don't it even was, have to like her stand up. But to say the things you said about her, like she don't like you mad that you got an Emmy and this girl who is way undeserving got an Emmy. Like she just got here and she ain't got nothing on me and ain't nobody got my number of specials and blah, 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 all this shit like. Or you could just be happy for your own accomplishments and your own life. Right. And Even knowing you that you are, right. You are so much, it's like Nicki Minaj. You are way deeper exactly. in this game. You are way more established. You do automatically get a bigger check. So like, hating on the young ones for what? I don't know. It seems like maybe some of these people get, um, when you're in it sometimes, especially when you've been in it for a while and then you start to feel like people are doubting you, some people seem to take it real personal mm-hmm. and react to it. And then others seem to be like, child, I couldn't give a fuck if I tried my best. Right. But I'm just thinking like being in that position and then the position that you're in right now, getting this Emmy, people are super happy for you. Even if you aren't embracing your peers and stuff like that, I just don't understand why you have to like be nasty to black comics that are doing well and really not walking around talking nasty about people. I mean, Sanaa Lathan isn't too happy with Tiffany Haddish. But other than that, I just seem (laughs) like, you know, we're all good. I don't know. It just, you don't have to act like this. 
Um, and I recommend therapy, like I do to everybody, yeah, in yeah. all times and at every situation. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think a, a qualified licensed therapist could help a lot here. Probably. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got this week for the hot tops, and we're going to take a break and come back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. (laughs) But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero go get some help talk some stuff out let's get back to the show hey y'all there's a famous abraham lincoln quote that says good things come to those who wait but that's only part of it the full quote is good things come to those who wait but only the things left by those who hustle (laughs) is that true who knows but if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team the same concept applies thankfully ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast and now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash the read ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. All right, it's time for letters from listeners. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Um, Last week when we had the question from the young lady who is um, trying to decide whether she's going to go on antidepressants Mm, and um, that whole conversation, we had a lot of people ask um, what the difference is or whether they need a psychiatrist or a psychologist. And the Mm. easy distinction is that the psychiatrist is a medical doctor. Yes. So they can write you prescriptions. Psychologists are PhD doctors and they can help you figure your shit out. Yeah. So for a lot of people, you may just need a psychologist or a therapist, which not every therapist is a psychologist, but Mm. every psychologist does have a PhD. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you just need to work your shit out through therapy and maybe you have a chemical thing going on and you may need a psychiatrist. Some psychiatrists also do therapy. So you mm. may find one that does both. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that is the difference. And what we are usually talking about is therapy because, of course, we are not medical doctors or any other kind right. of doctors. I'm just telling y'all about tools that I have learned to help right. me get through my shitty mental health issues. Yeah, my psychiatrist is a therapist, too. Okay. So I get therapy from her. And then if I want to discuss the medical side of things, I mm. have that as well. So it's great. Um, yeah. But I went specifically because I wanted to know if I, like, I wanted a diagnosis. Right. So. I went to a psychiatrist because my psychologist said that it was probably a good idea. Yeah, that happens a lot with people, too. I had been in therapy for several months before she was like, you know, like, you're doing good with coping better and talking to yourself and all this and you've tried different over-the-counter methods and you're still not feeling motivated to, like, leave the house. It may be time to go talk to the nigga about, you know, some some drugs and let's see what's up. So my psychiatrist is somebody I just go to and be like, this is how I've been feeling this month and, you know, decide whether we're going to keep on with what we're doing or switch it up. So, but anyway, that is the main difference or the only difference, I guess. Between, yeah, it's the only difference. I don't know. <laughs> between those two things and good luck finding um, whichever one you may need. Now, we also have a question this week about Kingdom Hearts 3. So, of course, it is for you. Oh my god, this is so perfect. Okay. Cameron says, which of the new worlds revealed are you most excited to play in? Big Hero 6. How do you feel about the Keyblade transformation battle system? Love it. Which revealed member of Organization 13 are you most excited to battle against? Hmm. This is like, I might as well be reading French. Right, I know. I'm not sure which one I'm excited to battle against. Um, I don't care if y'all take my stand card because I can't remember all of their fucking names. I really like home the nigga with the rose petals and the scythe. And I really don't want to fight the nigga with the guitar and all of those water clones or whatever. Because it took me almost half my life to beat that nigga in Kingdom Hearts 2. So those two uh, cloaked bastards, I can't wait to see I need y'all to know that this game comes out on January 29th, allegedly. They've pushed it back after forever of not talking (laughs) about it at all. But I feel solid in this date so far. So I'm going to make sure that on January 30th that we have already recorded something for you girls here. Because you won't hear from me at all. Okay, so we'll tape early that week. (laughs) Go ahead and mark it off now. Uh, I don't know. I might not even be here on February 6th. Do you know, to be honest with you. You know what? That's a mess. You won't hear anything <laughs> from me. I mean it. I won't be on social media. There's a photo mode in the game. So maybe I'll share some pictures. So funny. Spoiler oh free photos with you girls. So you know that I'm still alive. But don't expect to interact with me or hear anything fresh. Because I will be giving my entire <laughs> life to this You're game. You're such a mess. Out, and that's the end of that. Okay. Um, and finally, which of the other Keyblade wielders are you excited about possibly playing as? Or do you not know? Like with the organ... B613. I mean, you've played as pretty much all of them. I want to say Kyrie because only I I think she's the only one you haven't played as mm-hmm. yet. Um, but my girl Aqua from that Birth by Sleep game, I you know hope she makes it out all right. Care about her a lot. Um, basically, she was in a game that was like a prequel to the Kingdom Hearts story, and it was her and two niggas, and the entire story is basically her. Saving two niggas because they're stupid. Okay. And 
she's the girl with her shit together, so she has to fix everything. And of course, she, <clears throat> you know, has to deal with lots of horrible <laughs> shit because she tried to help men. Okay, well, that's sad, but predictable and common. But hopefully it gets a great, happy ending <laughs> on January 29th. Well, I wish I knew any of what you were talking about. But You know what? If you can, like, beat and get as far into Breath of the Wild as mm-hmm. you have, you can play anything at this I'm going point. around getting all the Korok seeds now. So It is taking an eternity. It's really about whether or not you would be interested okay. in Kingdom Hearts. You probably it's be, on the PlayStation. It is. I have a PlayStation. You do. Okay. Um, there is currently a collection with all of the games so far in it that you can get. Okay. Um, and you can play some of those, and you will be. You'll look at half of it, maybe similar to Sailor Moon, in what kind of weird imaginative Japanese shit is. <laughs> okay, this. got it. And then another half of it, like, ooh, the Little Mermaid. I know them. Okay. Uh, all right. Maybe I will do that. Ooh, Simba. Or... Mm. I'm just really spending all my time on Breath of the Wild and uh, Mario Kart these days. I mean, you can take that with you wherever you go, too. Right. So that's, that's the thing. The Switch convenient. travels mm-hmm. everywhere. And it's fun to play on the device just like it is fun to play on TV. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, so thank you for the, that. You've been warned. That game. Okay, you yes. You will not hear it from me at all. <laughs> Until I finish it. All right. Our next letter comes from uh, Jesse. Fake name. Jesse says, I am a single, almost 30-year-old gay man living in NYC. I do not date because even when you lower or remove the bar, these motherfuckers still somehow manage to be disappointing. Damn. I work in sales and there is this cutie at one of the offices I visit. I was around that area last Wednesday when I got a message from a faceless profile on Grindr. We started chatting and then exchanging more photos. And after a while, he revealed himself as the cutie from the office who has been crushing on me this whole time. We exchanged numbers and texted throughout the night and a little bit the next day about how much we wanted to hang out and decided to plan something for the following week. I hit him up on Saturday to let him know that I'd be at his job the following Friday for a meeting that he will also be at and got no answer. This guy pursued me. He can't be ghosting, right? I tried again on Tuesday and got no answer. Now, of course, I'm confused, but I'm not about to get all of my feelings over this bullshit. But I have to continue to visit his office and interact with him on at least a monthly basis. And I'm not sure what my next move is. I could go in with a full suit and a fresh beard looking fly and acting all happy and cool. But part of me hates leaving things up in the air and wants to acknowledge the situation. Should I hit him with a, hey, it's fine if you're not interested anymore, but just know I'm going to be at your job regularly. So don't be weird. Or should I just leave everything where it is and look good and act cool? The meeting is this coming Friday. What do y'all think? Love, Jesse. Jess. This is... Wow, ghosting is in the air. Damn. Damn. It's happening to the best of us. So, Nathan is in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Felony, misdemeanor. Mm. Trying to figure it out. You know what? I do not think Nathan is in jail. Nathan's homeless. <laughs> Nathan lives with Andrew. Nathan is a ghost. <laughs> Nansford is a ghost. <laughs> I really don't know. He might be in jail because, you know, Fran swears up and down he's a felon who <laughs> got caught up in 
now he's just terrified and I know they're close. The lift thing is gonna I don't know. We'll have to see on Sunday. That's why but... he busted out running. Off right. The lift. Now I do think that's why he busted out running out the lift. I just don't know if they actually arrested him that fast. Like I don't think him being arrested is an excuse because he would talk to Lyft about the incident. They don't you're not just gonna Lyft ain't gonna call you at jail. Yeah. They don't know your number at jail. Yeah. The nigga not in jail, so why is he not texting her back? Maybe the nigga who didn't want the Capri sign, but he drank two of them anyway, pressed charges. Maybe he did. That nigga too big to press charges. <sighs> you would think, but That's I mean, if you true. have to go to the ER, you might be like, look, bitch, That's true. I'm pressing charges. <laughs> oh, you probably have to file a police report for your issue. Oh, no. That's not how that works. Uh-huh. Anyway. um, I think somebody had a problem. So, right, yes. Oh, um, what ghosting. should yeah. Jesse do about the young man Take at your work? Take back to work and ignore that nigga. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, I don't understand why he pursued you and then decided to stop texting, but niggas do shit like that. If, niggas do shit like that. Oh, they be wasting their time hoping their ex will get back oh, with them, and as soon as she call, they forget everybody the else. Time. They just waste your time. It happens. But you cannot let that affect your work. So if I was you, I would walk right in there like I didn't know him either, and mm-hmm. unless we had to speak to one another, I simply wouldn't. And that would be that. So... I mean, I wouldn't go and I wouldn't even have an attitude at this point. But the, the you know, I just want some closure about it and I'm going to just hit Fuck, him up nobody, and be, no. no you don't. He is giving you the closure by not responding to you, it's unfortunately. Closed. Like, it may be, it, no, it is shitty, but that silence closed. is all the answer you need. The door is closed. <laughs> Woo, but seriously though, why come after me if you just going to turn around and not text me back like... Deciding huh, niggas. isn't a thing niggas do. <laughs> uh, it just don't make no sense. Okay, let's see. This next question comes from Marissa. She says, my boyfriend and I have been together for two years and we are expecting a baby in December. Aww. He already has two children with another woman. However, that woman has been a bitter bitch since day one. <sighs> since we've been together, she has stalked my Instagram until I found out and blocked her. Before she, you got pregnant? Yeah, since they have been together. Oh, well. She talks shit about me behind my back, and every time we're in the same space, she acts as if I'm invisible. Oh, no. On the first Thanksgiving, my boyfriend brought me around. This bitch rolled her eyes and neck at me when he tried to introduce us, and then she just stormed off. I should have hit her back then, but I told my boyfriend that I feel disrespected (laughs) and that I'm not going to tolerate her rudeness towards me anymore, especially since my child will be her kid's sibling. That's valid. God, I'm so sorry people have to go through this. Okay, because this is just unnecessary stress. It's just a typical thing. I've explained to him that we don't need to be friends at all, and she don't even have to like me because I damn sure don't like her. But I'm not going to be made to feel like a stranger or like I should be uncomfortable in spaces where I should feel welcome and comfortable. That sounds fair. I've been more than patient for her to get over herself and get with the program, and he says he's done all he can and talked to her, but he can't make her be nice to me or respect me. My response was to tell him that I will no longer be around if she's going to be around and if that means we got to break up we break up now he thinks i'm making him choose between me or seeing his kids because he feels that if he tells her off or tells her to get lost she will stop him from seeing them i really don't have the patience or time for this petty bullshit my question is am i being unreasonable or too drastic any advice for context i am 25 he is 30 and this petty raggedy bitter ass bitch is a whole ass 38 aka too old to be acting and carrying on like this also, I do plan on putting my baby in a read onesie. Sincerely, Marissa. 
Oh, oh God. <laughs> Everybody's baby is so cute in those. Um all right, so I understand that too little too late is a thing, but <laughs> you, are dumb. you know, it feels like if she was rude to you, this bitter whatever it is you called her, the wolf, I don't know. Um if she was like this, like from the beginning. Day one. Before your uterus was full of a person. Yes. Tell her. Probably would have been wise to exit the situation then. Because she wasn't simply a bitter ex-girlfriend. She was a bitter, <laughs> I'm never going anywhere. Right. So, I have two of his kids. I have two of them. Count them. You can every Thanksgiving, Christmas. I get the two largest child support checks. Um, And that's just going to be that. You met this girl at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Like, she's going to be around. And before you got pregnant... You knew that this was an issue and you decided to get pregnant anyway. Do I understand there ain't shit you could do about that right now? Yes, I do. But I say that to say you chose to have a baby with this man anyway because you wanted to have a baby with this man, I'm assuming. So sounds like there's going to have to be lots of compromising that's going to take place from everybody involved at this point because there ain't shit that y'all can do but raise some children. And we would hope that you would raise them, you know, healthily. <laughs> yes, I w- that would be the big, the overall goal here. Now, the unfortunate part about this is that the the brunt of the work needs to be done by the nigga, but then you have to expect the nigga to do work. So, <laughs> so you're, you've lost. I mean, I could put you on the list with Kat and everybody else I'm praying for tonight, but <laughs> I don't know. It's not looking good. I don't really know. He should have been stepping in when she was rolling her neck and and her eyes or whatever the fuck. at Thanksgiving. At those moments, you know, he should have been able to say to her, hey, look, I love this girl. I don't plan on her going anywhere anytime soon. She ain't done nothing to you. If you could kindly check your attitude, that would be great. Now he definitely needs to do that right. because you are really not going anywhere. Even if y'all break up, it's just going to be a new you at the house with Thanksgiving and both of y'all going to be mad at this bitch. Maybe you'll actually become friends, friends. by right. hating someone new together. <laughs> Maybe. Who even fucking knows? But yeah, that man has to be the one who's going to do the work of connecting all of those fucking dots, not you. Because you don't like her. And she don't like you. And to be honest with you, both of it makes sense. It makes sense <laughs> that she don't like your ass. And it makes sense that you don't like her. I especially so, want to know how old his kids are. Because if they're uh, if she has two under four, <laughs> girl, then there's a high chance that the grace period between him fucking her and him fucking you is very short or even maybe overlaps a little bit. You know what? You didn't have to bring out all that. I'm truth. just saying. It depends on how old. Now, if they if they 14 and 11, I don't understand these feelings. But if they young, oh, girl. I would assume they're probably still quite young. Because, I would think yes, so. They'll sound like fresh wounds. Right. Um. But, yeah. You know, some people hold on to shit forever. Um, I really don't know this woman. I don't. All I right. know no, is we that don't. we don't know either one of y'all. There ain't really anything that she can do about the position that you play in his life. Um, and she should know that as a 38 year old adult. But mm-hmm. you can't stop people from feeling the shit that they feel. All that can be done at this point is that everybody calm the fuck down. And the person who needs to calm everybody the fuck down is your baby father. Right. So 
the, all of that needs to be expressed to him. You don't want no drama with her. She doesn't really want any drama with you. Nobody really wants any drama. Y'all got kids to feed. So you have bigger <laughs> fish to fucking fry. So he needs oh, to understand really that he is going to have to balance um, the right feelings or whatever expressions yeah. that come out when y'all are together and when y'all are apart. Because when y'all are apart, there still seems to be... You know, Facebook messages that happen with people. Oh, and yeah. She was Instagram stalking your Instagram. So this is common. Telling your homegirl to call you and pretend <laughs> to be private. somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Just, everybody oh, needs to Lord. leave everybody alone Mm-mm. and respect the position that y'all play. Because whether or not y'all stay together, like I said, you're always going to be around each other. Right. And nobody wants for these kids who are siblings mm-hmm. to have to witness or be raised underneath all of this unnecessary petty ass tension. Right. So for the best, for the kids' sake... It means you got to do a whole bunch of pride swallowing, get the fuck over yourselves, and leave one another alone. Right. Starting with homeboy. Mm-hmm. And if she threatens to take his kids away, she he needs to tell her that she cannot legally do that. Like, I mean, yeah, she can't. And I know that getting the court system involved is not easy. Nobody but wants to do that. He, she cannot take his kids away. Ask so. <laughs> So that is not you cannot do that. Like yeah, she can. and you need to grow the she does need to grow the fuck up mm-hmm. and at least show you basic respect. Y'all ain't got to be friends, but y'all have kids by the same nigga. These kids need to know each other so they don't end up accidentally dating or some shit. Oh like if for God. no other reason. I know family ties and all that too. But if for no other reason, so that something nasty don't happen. So y'all need everybody involved, all all three of y'all. Got to grow the fuck up and come to the table. About, well, not maybe not maybe not sit down together about it, but everybody yeah, has definitely to definitely not at first, right? Definitely not at first, but everybody needs to treat everybody else with mutual respect. And it's not as hard as a lot of people. It's think really it is. not. Like she's like, mad, and and again, if those kids are young, I really understand why she's mad. Me too. But <laughs> she is still going to have to get over it, just like you are going to have to get over you know your feelings about her, even though I understand. And your feelings about her are Me too. solely because she is thanked towards you. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. But every and he's gonna have to be a man and tell her, like, look, you cannot just disrespect this woman like this, just like she couldn't do it to you. Both of y'all are his baby mamas. Y'all yeah. owe each other that basic respect for the kids. Y'all have to be the adults in the situation. He should he, he should when he does get them to sit down, he should be like, all right, I don't even want y'all to talk about <laughs> any of the petty shit. We're gonna start with what did she say her name was? Uh Marissa. We're gonna start with Marissa and then say the other girl's name is Claire. And one after another, y'all talk about some of the most annoying shit that I be doing or have done. <laughs> And then just let them one after the next be like, you know what? Well, sometimes you be leaving the fucking dishes in the sink with food still in it. And it's disgusting. It's unsanitary. I'll be feeling like, and next thing you know, Claire gonna be like, he does do that shit. Oh my God. I have always hated that shit. And then you got to remind him to clip his nails, bitch. Yet you too. Oh my God. Oh my god! Or maybe they'll still hate each other. I don't know. I don't know. It was nice. It's a nice thought, though. Yeah, so maybe. I'm Good luck, uh, Marissa, and to everybody else. We're going to end the questions there for this week. Send yours to asktheread at gmail dot com, and we'll be back. All right. So I know every week I say that um, this read is going to be quick, and then it's twenty five to thirty five minutes. You do be doing that. This week, I fully intend to get past this. 
quickly because I don't too much care about this person. Like, I'm more annoyed than like passionately enraged. Okay. Um, so Eminem is still alive and Eminem still makes music. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Eminem released a surprise album called Kamikaze. Okay. One that surprised me because I didn't know nothing about it until way, way afterwards. Apparently, he's also involved in some current white rap ruckus between Machine Gun Kelly and some other Caucasian people that rap, I guess. Don't care about that either. <laughs> right. Um, but what I have heard the most about this album is that um, Eminem has taken shots at some uh, people who have had things to say to him, uh, say about him over the years, including uh, Joe Budden. Uh, I guess Machine Gun Kelly was on there, and even Tyler the Creator. Now Tyler the Creator, he uses a song called "Fall" um, and references Tyler the Creator using the word "faggot." Um, oh God! In 2018, Jesus. So here's the thing this that thing. really annoys me about uh, this. Right? Yeah. He had an interview with Sway, um, which shout out to that nigga, like. When isn't Sway at work? Um, he mentions this line and basically says that that was a word that he felt like might have been too far. And he said, in my quest to hurt him, I realized that I was hurting a lot of other people by saying it. It was one of the things that I kept going back to and going, I don't feel right with this. That the song came out anyway. Right. So to that, I just want to say, Marshall... You are 45 years of earthly age. 45 years old. The insult added to the injury is what really grunts my fucking gears <laughs> in this situation. Not only are you too fucking grown to be talking about, oh, I just realized now on my 38th album that <laughs> faggot hurts gay people's feelings. Oh no, white people protested you a long time ago. Bitch, you have said worse <laughs> about homosexual people, about the LGBT community throughout yes, your career. Yes, Far worse. Not only should you know better because you're too motherfucking old, but you have been through this. You have been called to the fucking table about your use of homophobic slurs, transphobic slurs before. You didn't give a fuck then, and you surely don't give a fuck now. I don't know what kind of white people you got behind you or sponsoring you or giving you a couple of dollars, tokens, and doubloons that you don't want to piss off or you realize you piss off or what what. What it was that brought you into the realization that, oh, yeah, that shit really affects... Like, you knew when you said it. You yep. said you knew when you said it, and yet you said it anyway. So to come out afterwards and to say anything besides, I don't give a fuck that faggot bothers people, mm-hmm. is just mind-blowingly frustrating. <sighs> I just can't do it. It's like the people who are saying, like, I don't have nothing against black people, and I totally, you know, I love everyone the same. I don't see color, but Colin Kaepernick's been disrespecting the the flag or whatever like what are you over there talking about like <laughs> what are you talking about because everybody over here with sense we know what's going on we know what time it is and bitch so do you so why are you trying to kick some other game to me like i'm supposed to be a dumbass right. on top of your niggas and your fags like i don't know <laughs> what it is that you want 
I have not been moved by anything that Eminem has had to say for quite some time on record or off. I've always recognized that he is uh, an immense talent as far as making words rhyme and putting things together. Mm-hmm. You either like him or you don't. So I'm never going to act like Eminem isn't a great rapper. Eminem has gotten as far as he has in rap because he's a great rapper. Nicki Minaj, this is someone who you can say came into the culture because he's not a nigga. Okay. <laughs> came in. And maybe struggled a little bit at first. He had a whole bunch of niggas from Detroit behind him anyway. And he got through because you had to. We've said it. You had to admit that he can rap. But, you know, I feel like now as a 45-year-old nigga with a child, like, what? What? what Haley's like a grown-ass yeah, adult Haley's now. like 20. Ain't she like in college or graduated maybe? college? Like, she's quick. fully an adult woman. Right? Yeah. So, like, 22. you're... 22. Yeah. That's good. You somebody's whole full ass daddy. Right. Okay. Who has used shocking, disrespectful, offensive language in your music already, like throughout a good portion of your career as a way to like drum up whatever sort of, of press and media and attention. And while I'm sure a lot of this has to do with you being like, fuck it, y'all hoes are gonna stop or gonna learn to stop talking about me and whatever, I'm not trying to hear you or anybody else over eleven, honestly. <laughs> Like, say anything to me about, well, I didn't know that gay people don't like to be called faggot. I did not know that that... Shut up. Shut up and make your fucking music and shut the fuck up. That's it. I'm tired of your fucking shit. Stop trying to act like you felt bad or you you regretted saying that shit. You didn't give a fuck when you said it. You knew gay people weren't going to like that shit when you said it. And you don't give a fuck now. So say that. Because surprise, surprise, most of hip-hop... And the people who are putting money behind hip-hop don't give a fuck about our gay asses either. So you think that if you would have been like, girl, I don't have nothing to say about that because I said what I said and I don't care, that that would have somehow changed the trajectory of what was going to happen for you? Girl, don't nobody care. Nicki Minaj just called us sissies and the sissies are reciting the line. So They love it. What you mean? And women can't get away with shit in rap or outside of rap. So if you think that Cardi B can have somebody on her motherfucking Facebook posting up the the, the T word oh in Lord. reference to transgender people, and we still out here lollygagging and laughing and playing I like it, girl, you can stop trying to act like we're fucking dumb because most of us are quite smarter than you. Hmm. Um, other than that, uh, I just want to say that I heard Netflix is working on a live action adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender. I would like to say that we've been through this before. This is not a read. This is just a word of caution. M. Night Shyamalan put us through hell. <laughs> what? M. Night Shyamalan's The Last Airbender is arguably one of the worst films <laughs> come out in modern day cinema possibly one of the worst films ever definitely one of the worst (laughs) film adaptations of anything really it's obvious it is wretched (laughs) they mispronounce mad people's names wrong a lot of the effects look terrible and then they whitewashed like damn near the whole ass cast anyway I'm sorry. I read about this. I read that the original creators or the creators of the original Last Airbender are the ones behind this. And uh, someone from Netflix said that they are 
um, dedicated to making sure that they got the right vision. The creator says we are not uh, whitewashing a motherfucking thing and we're going to make sure that this is done right. And please do. I still watch the Avatar uh, Last Bender series. I have it on Blu-ray. One of my favorite animated shows. It's just a really great story. Mm. Uh, the Legend of Korra was great too. So just let's let's keep it up. And let's not <laughs> let's not make a mistake that Ammonite Shyamalan already had to get cussed out for. Right. All right. Let's just let's not do that again. Let's Ooh. check off all of the boxes and let's do something great here. So that's I don't even know why they didn't just do a chorus series. Like instead of I don't know. But if they do this there you go. well, there you go. If they do this well, I'll be really, really excited. Because had M. Night done it well, it could have been dope. But he was just like, oh, fuck y'all liking nice things. I'm just going to ruin this. Um, And I've still been carrying around that wound because I enjoy it. So I just want to say I heard about this and I'm looking and I'm watching. And I will have a microphone in front of my face probably when this shit comes out. So... Lord God. Let's hope I have nice things to say about it when it does. I will hope so. And that's it for me. I hope you do too. Now, you know I don't know nothing about them damn movies, so. Well, Avatar was a show on Nickelodeon. Oh, The Last Airbender? Yeah, The Last Airbender. It It was a really, really good story. And it's kind of like the story about Beyonce, but they don't want to tell you it's about Beyonce, so they just made like some fictional characters and we appreciate it. Literally, the only reason I know what The Last Airbender is is because of that video. That What, did you make that? No. Oh, okay. I definitely didn't make that. Seemed like something you would make. But when that standing on the sun visual came out, it was like she was admitting, yes, I am. (laughs) The last airbender, I do harness all the elements. And the fact that y'all immediately went to it, y'all were like, "Oh, this is she." Water, air, fire, earth. No, she didn't do it. She did. She did it. No, she, she did really that. Did. She so, did that. so, like, my God. Um, oh, so yeah, I think it would be cool if they do it right. I'm excited to watch it. I just wanted to mention it. Okay. Well, I'm finished. All right. Good luck to them. Um, I am also going to be pretty brief this week. I just want to address two things that are on my heart, and then I'll be out of here. Um, well, first, I want to thank Beyonce and my family and friends for making my birthday weekend so incredibly special. Um, I learned how to play spades. Sort of. Almost. Sort of. Oh, God. We don't. I'm not talking about that night. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. I just I became filled with shame. Mm-hmm. I just became filled with shame. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Um, second thing that I wanted to talk about. Earlier today, my best friend who I have never met, Angelica Ross, who yes. plays Candy on a Pose, tweeted something that just immediately struck me and I felt like I wanted to talk about it on the show. She wrote, black man tells me nine times out of ten, if he tells a black woman that he deals with trans women, they won't want to deal with him. I've heard this more times than I can count and I find this to be common. This is one of the ways in which cis women help marginalize trans women. Woo! Now, this was a hard truth for some of you girls to swallow. Angie! <laughs> what, which tea is this? Is, is that a chai? Is this... Ah, uh, man. A, a lavender? And, you know, and there are a lot of people um, who are engaging with this tweet who are saying, you know what, I just feel like that's my personal preference and I don't know why that means I can't be y'all's ally and just because I feel that way don't mean I wouldn't ever support you. And the thing is, like... People are so funny. They are. Because the thing is, a lot of you really are... You really feel like you are on the side of right and good and you believe that trans people should not be, you know, denied jobs and housing and murdered and all this. Like, you you feel like you believe all that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to trans people being that close to your life, 
or you having to uh, actually acknowledge the internal biases that you have against those people suddenly it's like oh no 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 don't come for me i'm a nice person like i it ain't nothing i just you know i don't want to fuck nobody who fucked one of y'all but i mean no offense right like <laughs> okay so here's the thing oh man first of all trans women are women i understand a lot of you get hung stop up. lying <laughs> Like that part, the girls just can't. They cannot just accept they that. They cannot. I mean, and maybe because over on this side of things in the girl world, it is very common to fuck people of all kinds of genitals. And like, it's not. Women are like, freer to express their yes, sexuality. And I feel and like over in straight cis world, you don't really do that. Like you may, maybe you make out with girls in college or you fucked around a couple times in college, but for the most part, like that is not accepted of the men and they would never be able to be open or about that in mm-hmm. any way. And they also wouldn't like ever be with a trans man for the same reason. Like they mm-hmm. have these same internalized, you know, mm-hmm. whereas I feel like in the gay world, we are a lot, but not totally good because a That's lot of true. the, a lot of the most transphobic people are L G and B. So <laughs> That's true. a lot of them. That's true. So, but I just feel like for the most part, we are better about this than the straight cis girls. Right. I just need y'all to understand that you feeling that way understand that I'm saying this to you with like kindness and gentleness because I want you to get it. It is either about homophobia, biphobia, or transphobia. It's about one of those three things. And you have to really sit with yourself about it and, and unpack what it is you feel about that. Like maybe you feel like, oh, well, you know, I don't want trans people to be victimized in any way, but I still feel like, you know, a trans woman is really a man. Or maybe you feel like a man who is attracted to a trans woman, even after he finds out she's trans and maybe pre-op or whatever, is attracted to men or that, that makes, makes him gay. gay. Oh, and my so, God. That's not how it works. And so now... <laughs> and gay so, niggas think that. Right. No, they do. A lot of people actually do think that. And and what and gay means... And they wonder why Trey don't care about you. It's like... <sighs> Really, in the grand scheme oh, of humanity, God. y'all, there are billions of people on this earth. Most of our sexuality falls somewhere in a gray area. That's most just, I of don't, us, why is that so hard to understand? Most of us are attracted to people without ever knowing what their genitals look like. Period. That whoever you're attracted to, that presentation of that person, that is who you're attracted to. And so I don't understand why we have to get so deep in our feelings about genitals that we decide that men who sleep with somebody who doesn't who doesn't have the same genitals we do means that there's no way they could be attracted to us or really into building an emotional connection with us or maybe he'll leave me for a nigga one day because I like that. Y'all have all of that going on in your mind, like all of these biases that are coming up when you say shit like this. Just don't act like you're not ignorant. Right. And the thing is, it's not, you're not just, oh, well, (sighs) see, it would be one thing if y'all felt this way and kept it to yourselves, but like racist, you don't. (laughs) You never just keep it to yourselves. Right. You tell niggas, oh, if I found out that you dated a woman who was trans, I wouldn't be with you or I would leave you or I would feel like that's nasty and I would fuck with you. Right. And that contributes to a culture that hates and vilifies trans people. Trans women are 
Like, it's not safe to be on the streets. I think there was a young lady in Philly a couple weeks ago who was murdered. I think her name is Shantae, who had just celebrated a birthday. And I think there have been 21 murders of trans people already this year. And most of those, surprise, surprise, are black women. So when you say this shit, you contribute to a culture that already hates these women and already puts them in such dangerous positions where their life expectancy is like 41 or some shit because they cannot even be trusted to like, like not even that they can't be trusted, but they can't trust that they can go out into the world without niggas attacking them for being who they are. That's what you're contributing to when you do this. So like, it would be so much better if you could just take all those biases you have and realize that's your own shit and do your internal work while not spreading them around. Like, yeah. handle your own shit because we all have our own shit to, to overcome. Yep. But in the meantime, you have the responsibility of not spreading hate. You do. You have it if you claim to be an ally, like I mean, most of yeah, y'all do. Now, if you don't and you like, bitch, I ain't never cared about trans people, then you probably don't give a fuck about none of what I just said. <laughs> right. Well, that's on you. That is on you. But if you claim to be an ally, then you would at least owe trans people that much. So. And what gags me about it as well is that then y'all be so shocked to find out the niggas be out here on the DL. Like, like I'm no sorry. wonder they don't. <laughs> like, and again, I feel like you should be honest with you know, the person that you are in a relationship with or that you're sleeping with and things like that, I guess. You know, not I guess, I get it, is what I meant to say. Mm -hmm. But when you are, this is, I feel like another reason why I said I feel like niggas don't believe in, like, bisexual men or men that are whatever. Because it's like, how the fuck, I might as well just be gay. Because if I tell women, Mm -hmm. you know, cisgender straight women that I am attracted to men or I'm attracted to trans women, Mm -hmm. then, oh, you gay and I'm not fucking with you. It's like, well. If you're attracted to anything other Then another cis woman right. who looks, you know, something like she does, then something is wrong with you. <laughs> right. Period. That's how they feel about it. Like, and y'all, are, that's not. And then you wonder why men date trans women and don't tell anybody that. Or you wonder why they date gay men. You wonder why any man who doesn't fit within your perfectly straight cis head, you know, normative bullshit. You wonder why they don't tell you about it. Girl, because you don't, you let them know they will be rejected. What the fuck? And you getting in that fucking group text on oh, my, my top of that to talk about it. Don't it's act just like so you're not. Stank. It's so, so stank like, and I'm it's just... so terrible. So thank you so much, Angelica, for bringing it up. Y'all go follow Angelica Ross on Twitter. She <laughs> oh, she don't suffer nobody's bullshit. I love her so much. We'll She's stand so for the rest of my days. And uh, to wrap it up, I just want to say really quickly, I don't understand... Why you niggas who fucked up in relationships can't just accept that and move on? I don't understand that, but I'm going to need you to. Well, that's my time, girls. Just going to close the smackbook, pack the stuff up, and go on about my day. Here's the thing. Most of us, not me, I can't speak from personal experience, but a lot of you, we get a lot of letters from people who have fucked up with somebody that you really loved or... More commonly, somebody who really loved you. Woo! Somebody who was really down for you when you were at some of your lowest moments. Wow. Somebody who carried you through and sacrificed their own resources and time and health and energy for your good. Just gonna call my lift. <laughs> somebody who was 
what you realize now in hindsight, the actual real down motherfucker you needed in your life. But you played them in God only knows what way. Most of you cheat or you lie about something that was massive, like the number of kids you have or... (laughs) You know, you put your hands on somebody or anything else that you do that would cause that person who loved you so much and was so damn for you to never speak to you or never fuck you or never be in a relationship with you again. Whichever one of those three it may be or a combination of them or whatever. You cause that person to cut you off. And now... That you have realized how much your life sucks without this nigga. You are so deep in your feelings and you just cannot. There's no swimming out them bitches. You cannot stop yourself from calling me, texting me, emailing me, creating new Instagram accounts to leave comments on my shit. You cannot help yourself from getting in touch because you are just so hurt that you lost out on a good ass bitch. But here's the thing. You have to let go of the guilt you feel about how bad you fucked up because I, we, I'm speaking for me and anybody else who is feeling me right now. We are the fuck over it. We're moving on girl. We feel great. You know, life is good. Great things are popping over here. You know, growth is happening. A bitch is getting, you know, her shit together. I'm doing great love. You enjoy. Okay. You enjoy. You let go of the guilt that you feel around fucking up what you had. Because, yes, it is understandable that you feel very bad about it. But you have to let that go so that you can move on with your life without me. Because I will not be a part of it. I will not be your partner. (laughs) And there is nothing else to talk about. Period. Niggas just need to let it go. It's too many niggas who have fucked up and cannot accept that they fucked up. And no matter how many times you tell them that, they will keep coming back. Oh, it might not be the next night. It might not be two weeks later. But eventually that nigga will come sniffing around again. Like, just wanted to see if you was lonely yet. No, nigga. I'm not. I'm actually so fine. You fucked up and I'm doing great. Please move on. My money and hard work keeps me plenty company. And That's really it. Honestly, I go home to my apartment and I love that bitch. I call my friends over and we have fun. We drink and smoke and play games. And I go out and I travel for work and I do all these amazing things and meet all these incredible people. Fuck you mean. I got niggas I text when I'm in their city. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Well, so that's just one for all of you who fucked up and can't get over the fact that you did. You're just going to have to. And that is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you follow yikes. us on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Tickets for our upcoming fall 2018 tour are at com. That is where they are, honey. And you can buy what's left and come out out and laugh and so on and such. Yes. With us. Um, Philly, we'll see y'all next month. That should be fun. Do you have any other news this week? I don't have any additional news this week. (laughs) Okay. I don't. I'll just say shout out to Bert and Ernie. I always knew. Um, I'm so happy to. Oh my God, that was almost my read too. In fact, maybe I'll just do that next week. Maybe. I mean, why not? Because, again, you know what? It falls in line with. uh, Anyway, sorry. I just always knew that, you know, Bert was like, 
a fresh out of the closet verse top, mm-hmm. and that had a lot to do with his agitation. Most tall light skin niggas are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Ernie, however, was living his life as it was golden. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was quite happy and proud. To be he, was. he was. He loved being black. Um, he loved his rubber ducky or the one. You know, he was just full Serenated that of nigga. happiness, and he was actually the end to Bert's Yang. So happy to see yeah. them still together and and out in 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 the world with us. Even though you know Sesame Street is not having it, or whoever these people are talking about Bert and Ernie or not. Did you make Bert and Ernie? No, bitch. So. <laughs> you can kiss my ass. I guess it's late. We always knew them niggas was gay. We, we knew, knew when we anyway, was kids, and we loved them anyway. Right, grown men sharing a bed. Beat it. <laughs> All right. Anything else this week? Do we have an acronym? Um. No, we don't have an acronym this week. I'm just going to say, you know, prayers up for everybody who needs one this week and can't wait for the new season of Stranger Things, not starring Drake. (laughs) Oh, gross. (laughs) Stop doing that shit, man. Yeah, that nigga's on watch. Text text her daddy and be like, no, maybe you can keep them niggas away from my girl now. Or something like that. I don't know. No, if you want to text a minor, text Adonis. Text his mama. Text. FaceTime that nigga. What is you doing? Text, 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 text Millie's mom and be like, spoilers? You know, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Anything. Talk ugh, to her. Ugh. That's just. Yeah, it's gross. Ugh. Anyways. All whatever. right, yeah, let's get out of here. 